Batman, The Long Halloween, Chapter 1, Crime. I believe in Gotham City. I only came here tonight out of respect for my parents who knew your family. Your father was more than a friend to my father, Bruce. That was a long time ago. Everything around me is a lie. I open up the plastic window sheeting of the dark office, looking out upon the mass of humanity. Carmine the Roman Falcone, Gotham City's untouchable crime lord, is throwing a society wedding for his nephew, Johnny Vitti. It seemed like only yesterday when the Roman tried to get a hired knife slip between his nephew's ribs. Johnny was going to tell everything he knew about the Roman to the grand jury. Extortion, corruption, murder. All of it. But Johnny never testified. He's getting married instead, with the Roman paying for it. All of it. And now you have so many new friends, Mr. Falcone. So many wealthy, influential friends. Isn't that Richard Daniel out there? I am a very lucky man. I deliberately do not turn back towards the large wooden desk where the Roman is sat, lit only by a dim light, his hands cupped on the desk. The figure of another man stood behind him. Richard tells me the Gotham Bank is open to the idea of doing business with Falcone Imports. I'm counting on you, Bruce, to be as accommodating. Don't. I won't vote for or influence the board on your behalf, regardless of whatever position you've gotten Richard to take. That's... disappointing. Falcone stands, taking a moment to sniff the rose adorned to his suit breast pocket. We both know the meeting is over. Enjoy the rest of the party, Bruce. Try the cannoli. I had him flown in from Italy. Fresh. Life's full of disappointments, Mr. Falcone. It's what makes what we do so... challenging. I leave, shutting the door behind me. But I stay long enough with a sharp ear to hear the exchange afterwards. Perhaps I can encourage Wayne, like the others. I don't think that'll be necessary, Milos. Richard assures me that we have enough votes. Although, Bruce Wayne certainly would have cinched it for us. Need any help? I turn with a start, seeing another man walking towards me. Young, lanky, glasses pressed up his pointed nose. Alberto Falcone, Harvard MBA, Oxford Road Scholar, the good son. I went looking for the washroom and I guess I got turned around. Too much champagne will do that, you know. Down the hall to the right, Mr. Wayne. Thank you. A very special night. Especially the cannoli. I gesture with a smile and make haste back towards the party, feeling Alberto's eyes watching me. Time to go to work. It's late. It's hot, even for June. Years from now, when people are talking about the weather, they'll say, It's hot, but it's not as hot as the night Johnny Vitti got married. Hello, Selena. Care to dance, Bruce? Selena Kyle. Suddenly leaving the party has lost its urgency. We join the crowd on the dance floor, swinging and spinning arm in arm. We have done this dance before. Johnny! Johnny! Come over here! She sits at a table puffing on smoke, a middle-aged, vile form of a woman. Carla Vitti. Her voice is like granite. She thinks I can't hear. Yeah, Mama? Tell your Mama about that big fella. The handsome one. 
dancing with that woman. Him? That's Bruce Wayne, Mama. His old man and Uncle Carmine used to be pals or something. So, that's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, what, I should make him say hello or something, Mama? Back inside the office, Carmine Falcone now looks through the same window Bruce Wayne had previously, glaring at the party. One person in particular. Huh. Just look at my sister out there, smiling like a cat about to eat the canary. If anything happens to me, Alberto, you don't have to look any further than your Aunt Carla in Chicago. Don't talk like that, Pop. Nothing's gonna happen to you. Although you should know I saw Bruce Wayne snooping around. Alberto. Alberto, Alberto. Good-looking boy like yourself should be chasing after some nice pretty girl in the wedding. Not worrying about things that don't concern you. But I want to help. Mr. Falcone, you might want to have a look at this. Someone's milling around the parking garage. Get him on the cams here. Uh, dent. Yes, sir. Garage level B. You know, Harvey, if you had any sense at all, which you don't, you'd be at home with a fan on and a bottle of beer. But no, you gotta spend the hottest night of the year in a parking garage writing down the license plates for all the hoodoos in this cesspool of it. Sticking your nose in again, din where it isn't welcome. One of these days you're sticking it too far. That pretty wife of yours. Harvey? Are you... All right. Miss Kyle and I were just leaving when luckily we heard you. <sighs> Hope I didn't spoil your evening. I guess that's the same as thanks for making sure I didn't need help. No, really. You society types go ahead and do whatever it is you do when you're doing it. The rest of us will take care of what needs to be done. And what needs to be done? You wouldn't understand, Wayne. Good night, Miss Kyle. And, um... Thanks for making sure I didn't need help. Friend of yours? I've contributed to his campaign for district attorney. I believe in Harvey Dent. In this city, that's saying something. So, Bruce, have you any plans for the rest of the evening? <sighs> I apologize, Selena, but it is late, even for me. Your loss. Of course I know how late it is, Barbara. I'm packing up now. I love you too, dear. No, that's okay. Let the boy go to sleep. Captain Gordon. Ooh. Harvey, you look like you've been hit by a truck. You got a drink, Jimbo? <sighs> I could really use a drink. I, um, went over to the Falcone wedding. Guess I wasn't on the guest list. Harvey, we've talked about this. We've talked about taking needless chances. And Falcone has us outmanned, outgunned, and outclassed. How are we ever going to bring him down? I have a friend who wants to help. Back at the party. It is time for the wedding photos to be taken. The entire family now lined up to capture the joyful occasion. Earlier in the evening, I saw a safe in Falcone's study. Bene. Now if everyone could just move in a little closer. And while it would be improper for Bruce Wayne to examine its contents. Bene. A little closer. There is an alternative. 
closer. Gaining access was easy enough, especially with the window left wide open. There's the safe, now to access it. Wait. There's someone else here. The lock is being opened. But not by me. I was wondering who left the window open. With a start she turns, leaping into the air and attacks. A woman clad in a purple and black costume. Much like my own. But it is of another creature. I don't have time for this. Catwoman. This isn't the first time our paths have crossed inside this penthouse. Is there a connection? I deflect her attack, then stand back to address her. My business here this evening does not involve you. Funny. I don't believe you. She pounces for me, but I'm able to grab the cat from her leap, taking her hands and using them to pull her in close. You should. Then let go of me. Take him down. Several hired Falcone thugs led by Milos burst in. They let loose a barrage of gunfire. Gunfire that we both are just able to avoid. Now look what you've done. Enough. I throw a smoke pellet and in one quick motion the room is clouded in dense fog. <coughs> they go down easy. Moments later the fog clears. Both I and the Catwoman are gone leaving only the groggy, rising attackers. In my own home, where my children sleep, on my nephew's wedding day, Milos, my most trusted friend, surely you have an explanation. Catwoman and the Batman. <laughs> you know, there was a time, Carmine, when this would have never, ever happened. You're not getting too old, are you? Salvatore the Boss Moroni, the Romans' chief rival in Gotham City. Minos, get Mr. Moroni here a drink. The rest of you, spread the word. One million dollars for either of them. The bat or... the cat. Falcone never did forgive Catwoman for that scar. Outside in the hot night air, I give chase across rooftops. A duel of impossible athletic feet. Impossible for most. She's quite good at this, although she treats it like a game. For a man who claimed he had no business with me, you certainly are going out of your way to have business with me. This is not a game. Catwoman, what were you doing at Falcone's? I reach for her tail as she dives. I miss. Hmm, no. She now falls and pounces from the letters of a neon street sign. That would be telling. <laughs> she pounces up onto the roof of said building, then leaps from it. I continue chase, just a hair behind. And the last thing I want to do uh, is make it easy for you. I reach the edge of the roof, looking for her. Catwoman! Gone. I wonder if it's true what they say about cats having nine lives. After tonight, she's going to need all of them. As the thoughts go through my head, I look up and see the oval symbol of a bat shining in the night sky. I am being called. On the rooftop which houses the source of the light, two men wait. How much longer? As long as it takes. Oh, must be hell on a marriage. Barbara understands. Why? You and Gilda having problems? It's nothing that can't be handled. 
Suppose we wait here all night and he doesn't show up. Gentlemen. District Attorney Harvey Dent is... Bats. Dent. Well, I don't have to be a detective to see you two already know each other. I've come to appreciate our mutual friend, and how he crosses a line we can't. It's still a line. Yeah, people who live in glass houses shouldn't blah blah blah. Given the lateness of the hour, the condition of your clothes, Dent, you've both been working on the Roman case again. <laughs> Roman? The man's name is Carmine Falcone. He's a man like any other, except he puts himself above the law. That doesn't mean he is. Then arrest him, Captain. Yeah, I got files full of unresolved robberies, hijackings, murders with his name all over them. His money will buy the witnesses, the cops, and the judges. In what way isn't the Roman above the law? We can all talk about it, but we know what needs to be done. I want to be clear on this. In our zeal to bring Falcone to justice, I'll let you bend the rules, but we cannot break them. Otherwise, how are we different from him? Of course. I made a promise on the grave of my slain parents. Bats? Batman? I have to have your word. I would not rest until Gotham City was washed clean of the evil that took their lives. There could be no compromises. And yet... Agreed. Gone. Yeah, he does that. Annoying, isn't it? You know, there was a time when I suspected you were the Batman. Sorry. I'm quite happy with who I am. Wait, was that here before? No. Batman must have left it. It's the Romans. How? Don't ask. Harvey, this is a ledger. With dates and dollar amounts. I believe in Jim Gordon. July, the monthly board meeting of the Gotham City Bank. I am sitting at the end of the table. My face barely shows the anger I am feeling. Everyone in this room knows where the Falcone family comes from. Gambling, racketeering, drugs, for us to even consider doing business with them. Bruce, Bruce, Bruce. You're making some pretty wild accusations about Carmine Falcone. I only know the man to be in the importing and exporting of Italian shoes. I've even got a pair of them on right now. They're extremely comfortable. I agree with Richard, Bruce. Business is business, and this bank could use the millions Falcone Imports wants to bring here. Dirty money that he wants to launder here. I will not, cannot allow this to happen. I leave without another word spoken. Somewhere in this city, I know the Roman is smiling. Richard Daniels' penthouse, far more luxurious than one could afford in a bank president's salary. He is pouring himself a drink, a stupid smile upon his smug face. Darling, hurry along. The reservation is in half an hour. Richard Daniel. <gasps> the Falcone money. Keep it out of the bank. He resigns the next day. Bruce Wayne is made the new president in his place. August. Mort! I want that little bank rat dead! I warned you, Falcone. 
Ever since Richard Daniel resigned, no bank in Gotham will touch us. My family alone has millions sitting- Shut it, Maroney. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Carmine, we're getting choked here. The other families are looking at you sideways. New York, Metropolis, and Chicago. Pop, there may be a way to- Alberto, please, we're talking business. Carla, where's that nephew of mine? Two months this kid's been in Italy on honeymoon. I want Johnny here now. September. Richard Daniel and his wife are taking an evening stroll. It is to be their last. What do you say, darling? Why don't we get out of Gotham City for a while? Take out a little place in Paris. Richard, are you serious? Paris in autumn, how romantic. Richard! Richard Daniel! Yes. Who? Somewhere in this city, I know the Roman is laughing. All I'm saying, Barbara, is that I'm sorry that we didn't get to go away all summer. But now that it's September and it's cooling off, maybe we can see a drop in the crime rate and... Uh, get that, will you? Why? We both know it's for you. No one ever calls me. Barbara... Gordon here. Oh, dear Lord. No. No. I'll call Harvey. Harvey! Harvey, are you down here? What's up? Jim Gordon just called. Richard Daniel has been murdered. I'm scared, Harvey. I'm scared that some night the phone will ring and... and it will be someone calling to tell me that you... that you... chest to the head. You ask me, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. District Attorney Dent, I don't want to hear that kind of talk coming from you, either publicly or privately. If we cannot lose focus here, a 22 point caliber handgun was left at the scene, the handle taped, the serial number filed off, leaving the gun a stone-cold trail like the killer wanted. A professional, or someone who knew what they were doing. The baby bottle nipple for a silencer was cheap but effective. And don't forget the pumpkin. Happy Halloween, Johnny Vitti. Bang, you're dead. Who has the stones to whack Falcone's nephew? Maroni, maybe? Carla Vitti out to start a gang war? You don't think she killed her own son, do you, Batman? Batman? I think he left. Across the street upon a rooftop, I find a cat. A cat with night vision binoculars to her eyes and a wire feeding her audio from inside. We were in the middle of a conversation. Curious. And curiosity killed the cat. But the satisfaction brought her back. I've been wondering where you've been. In case you haven't heard, Falcone has put a million dollar bounty on my head. Mine too. Yes. Well, I'm not you. 
You knew I'd see you spying on us. What is it you want this time? I don't want to help. But I might be able to be helpful. She leans in close. Too close. And in return... Maybe. Someday. I'll need help. And you can return the favor. No promises. I'll take that chance. Now, listen carefully. Halloween night in Gotham City. Harvey Dent and I are spending it creeping the shadows of a warehouse. Curiosity of a tip. This had better pay off. I promised Gilder I'd hand out candy to the neighborhood kids. Why would Catwoman help us? I'm not sure. Other than it's in her interest if the Roman's attention is focused elsewhere. Well, if she's right, we're about to give Falcone ten or twenty million other things to think about. Dent pushes up the large switch. The warehouse is illuminated, and we see it. All of it. Green notes as far as the eye can see, stacked like towers before us. Follow the money. That's how the Catwoman began. Seems Falcone hasn't been able to launder his cash for a while now. He's been forced to stockpile it. Oh boy. You know, if we were two other guys, in a room full of untraceable cash... We're not. Yeah, but I was just thinking how easy... Don't. Okay, then. We've been trying to hurt Falcone. Human life means nothing to him. But this... This is a Halloween he isn't gonna forget. The fire burns for hours. The entire building goes up in flames, burning to the ground. As we leave, Dent comments. Think we used enough gasoline there, Bats? Somewhere in the city, the Roman isn't laughing anymore. Harvey Dent returns home that night, feeling a sense of pride in his work he hasn't felt in a long time. <laughs> you guys get enough candy? There's a smile I haven't seen in a long time. Somebody have a good day? This was a night to remember, Mrs. Dent. Good. I was kind of hoping we could make it a night we'd remember, Mr. Dent. In a car across the street, someone is about to make sure of that. I believe in Jim Gordon. I believe in Harvey Dent. I believe in Gotham City. Batman The Long Halloween Chapter 1 Written by Jeff Loeb Adapted for audio by Carl Dutton Starring Omri Rose as Batman Ray Bullock Jr. as Harvey Dent Rex Anderson as Captain James Gordon Drew Kalen as Carmine Falcone Natalie Winter as Catwoman Thaddeus Gilmore as Alberto Falcone Milos and Johnny Vitti Jason Rivers as Salvatore Moroni Dara Seitzman as Carla Vitti Stephen Chesterton as Richard Daniel Jeannie McGuinness 
as Gilda Dent, Sarah Langton as Barbara Gordon, and Emmy Gibson as Mrs. Daniel. Music by Declan Gilgallan. Sound effects source from freesounds.org. Batman and all characters therein are copyright of Warner Brothers. No infringement. <laughs>